Good morning, friends. It's Sarah, SarahTylerAuthor.com, my podcast, From My Heart, I Give You Jesus. You know, Todd Herbal uh, with Coffee with Jesus, which I'm also a contributing writer for, uh, spoke in his episode four about the uh, perilous times that are coming, and he was giving us warnings about just what to kind of expect and how to be prepared. And so he spoke about um, food and water and resources. And he said, I don't want to be a, 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 a bad news person, but I just want you to be prepared because there is perilous times coming. And folks, this is so true. There is, there is coming ahead as the scripture tells us that in the last days, uh, things will worse, uh, wax worse and worse. So, but because Coffee with Jesus uh, is a pot, is a, uh, a, a podcast program, uh, we are all about trying to give you hope uh, in this fallen world and in these last days. So I want to expand on Todd's uh, message uh, of warning that was in episode four. And um, I want to just tell you that um, all of this is true. And one of the illustrations I'd like to give you is that just a, a couple of days ago, my particular area, which I think it was really in a lot of the Midwest area, but we had some really, really bad storms. Um, I remember waking up like it. One or two o'clock in the morning, and and the rain was hitting the windows so hard, and it was scary, and it was wind was blowing. They said it went it's like 80, 90 miles an hour. So whether it was a tornado or it was just heavy high winds, uh, they really have not told us that for sure. But anyway, it was a very scary time, and I would have been really, really scared had I not known that Jesus is in control. He is watching over everything that takes place in our life. So I just went back to bed and I just said, Lord, put your angels all around our home. Protect us, Lord. And so the next day, uh, the next morning, uh, all was calm. You know, there's always a calm after the storm. Uh, but the next day I went for my walk like I usually do in my neighborhood. And do you know, I saw so much out there, so much devastation. Um, there was twigs and trees uprooted, uh, big, huge, big, huge trees that's 40, 50 feet tall because this is an older area in the Ravenwood area. And these trees were so big and mounting so big. But when I saw that this one big tree that was probably at least 50, 60 feet tall and so big around, it was just absolutely blown over, uprooted out of the ground. There was a huge, huge diameter of, uh, of the dirt that it just looked like it took up the whole yard with it. And it was reminded me of what the scripture says about how God um, created, uh, just spoke it into to existence, and how Lord, he will also destroy it. 
He'll destroy the world and, and the creation that has gone so, so far from him and from his heart. It says he will just destroy it, which is the breath, just his one breath. And that's what I saw. And then as I walked along, I saw other big, huge trees that um, the tree was still standing, but there was like a side of the whole bark of the tree. It's just like Jesus had taken um, his hand with his fingernails and just ripped out a huge piece of that tree. Folks, do you know that he's powerful? So, so powerful. So I wanna lead us on in a, in a different direction. I want you to know that there is hope. There's always um, the grace of God. There, the word grace itself means uh, God's uh, riches at Christ's expense because he sent Jesus, his son, to uh, be our redeemer, to uh, take away our sins because there's no way to come to the Father except through the Son. And I hope that you understand that. We must come through Jesus because he's the one that died on the cross for our sins. When I think about salvation and, and how we all need to be prepared um, because eternity is forever. And I know that if you're not a one that understands uh, a lot of the scripture and maybe you haven't been under the word um, I, I just want you to know that uh, Jesus tells us in his word that um, there is going to come that time after he says enough is enough and he wants to just cleanse this whole earth and he wants to make it all fresh and new again and that's what he will do with our lives if we'll just let him. He absolutely will come into your heart through the Holy Spirit and he will make you a new creature, a new created. It says that you become new. You're just like a new, new creature once you take Jesus as your personal savior. Faith, um, the role of faith, it, it comes when you see with your eyes what God has supplied for you with that eternal life. Uh, when God sent his son Jesus to die for our sins, he did that. He, he spared his son so that we folks could have Jesus and we could be with God forever and back in communion with him like we were supposed to be. Um, when you think about life itself and and the gravity of life and you you can just go out and just walk around and just look look at the trees look at the mountains look at the flowers growing look at the little birds tweeting and God supplies their every need they don't worry just like Todd also posted a beautiful uh, post a while back about um, God takes care of the sparrow. He knows when one falls, and he does. So if, if they are important to him, don't you understand that we are much more important to him as his creation? 
He loves us with an everlasting love. He loved you before the foundation of the earth is what the Bible says. You must believe. You must believe the word of God because it is true and it's going to come to pass. Everything that the Bible says is going to happen is going to happen. Would you take time, just take time right now to open a Bible? I, I, I just think everybody probably has a Bible in their home, in their office, somewhere they have a Bible. That's God's love letter to you and I. So would you just open it up? Would you go to John, just Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Just go to the book of John and just start reading and see how much love he has for us. How he was so willing that when he saw that man fell through the garden, Adam and Eve, that brought the sin onto the world. I know we could get very upset with Adam and Eve because we think you're the ones that caused sin to come into the world. But God knew, he knew from the foundation of the world that this was going to happen. But man has a free choice. You have a choice. You can either accept or you can reject. And all that I can do or anybody else that are telling you about the love of Jesus and how he died for your sins and he bled and and we know how crucial all of that was because when he was on that cross and when he died for our sins and he said it is finished he had God had to turn his face away from his only begotten son because he couldn't look upon all the sin that was on Jesus at that point. All of your sins, all of my sins, our past, our future, our present, all of our sins was taken upon Jesus at that point. It's sad that something as precious as Jesus is had to be the one to sacrifice his life for our sins, but that's what he did. That's what he did, friends. But do you know that he rose again the third day? That shows that we too, that take Jesus as our savior. First Thessalonians 4.16 tells us that the dead in Christ, in Christ will rise first. And then the rest of us that remain, that know him as savior will be caught up to meet him in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. That's grace, that's mercy, that's God's love. Will you please, will you please, please take what I'm saying, take it to your heart. It's so simple. The thief on the cross that was right there between uh, Jesus, it was two, two thieves that were crucified also that very same day. And Jesus was in the middle and they were on both sides of him. And one was just blaspheming and crying out and being very, very rude about everything. But the other man, he turned and he said, 
This man has done nothing. We deserve what's happening to us. But this man has done nothing. And right then, he acknowledged. He acknowledged that Jesus was who he said he was, that he was God in the flesh, and that he came to die for our sins. And when he turned to, Je to, to Jesus like that and said that, you know what Jesus said? He said, today, today thou shalt be with me in paradise. That's how simple, that's how simple it is, is to just trust that he is who he said he is, know that he died for your sins, and that if you'll just give your heart, your whole being unto him, then he will forgive you of your sins. You'll be cleansed. You'll become a new creature. Doesn't mean you won't go through some of these rough times that we all go through, just like my neighborhood did and I did. But it does, it does guarantee you that when you die or when the rapture happens, you will be with Jesus in paradise, eternity forever and ever. So friends, I ask you, I ask you again, will you? You have a free choice. You can accept this Jesus of the Bible that is a true and will, will show you one day that it is true. You do not want to be left to go through the great tribulation that comes after the saints are, are resurrected out of here and taken home in the rapture because that's when the Bible tells us over and over how the wrath of God will be poured out upon the, the whole world. You think you got some rough times now. You think the storms are bad. You think the uprooted trees are horrible and, and devastation and, and people dying of, of different uh, plagues and diseases. It's going to be so much worse in the tribulation. I don't want to scare you, but I do want to scare you because I want you to know that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through the Son, except Jesus as your own personal Savior today. Then, friend, I will see you. I will see you in the air. I'll see you in glory. And forever and ever, we will be with Jesus. It's going to be wonderful. Please, please come and go with me. Thank you for listening.